Welcome to the Family Life Christian Fellowship Podcast. Become a light today. Featuring Pastors Larry and Yvonne Clark. This message will teach, empower, encourage, and even challenge you in your walk with the Lord. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit familylifeonline.org. And now, here's this week's speaker. I was talking to Brother Sonny on the way. You know, religion always puts stuff off in the future. So when I die, I'm going to have eternal life. Matter of fact, we were at a home going, and the sister got up and sang a very common song, and she got up and sang that if I live holy, if I do right, one day, <laughs> one day, one day, I'll get eternal life. Now, that's just contrary to the scriptures. Amen. I mean, the songs sound pretty. They sound like, man, I got to work for this thing. I got to do this thing. Every I had to be dotted. Every T had to be crossed. Because if I, if, I, if I just live holy, well, let me, let me help us out. You, there's no way you can live holy. You got to be holy. <laughs> Amen. A cat can't live like a dog. A mouse can't live like a rabbit. Cat can't bark like a dog. All I can say is meow. Right? So in no way you're going to live holy if you're a sinner. Let, let, let me change it. There's no way you can live holy if you do not have life in you. The life of God. Because the life of God is the only one that can live holy. Jesus is the only one that can live holy. So how do we think we can live holy without Jesus living on the inside of us? Hallelujah. He said, I came that you might have life. Glory to God. If you get this life, then you can live holy. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> life is working. <laughs> Hallelujah. All you got to do is believe and receive and let it flow. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say, let it flow. Glory to our God. Woo! So we find out in this reading that the, it's the thief. See how re, what religion said? Religion says God. God puts sickness on you. God put diseases on you. It's God to put this stuff on you. But that's not what the Bible says. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus came to show us the way to the Father. He said, no man can come to the Father but by me. Didn't he say that? That's an old digging you say. Didn't he say? Ain't that right? <laughs> Ain't that right? <laughs> Ain't that right? Well, that's what the Bible says. There's a thief coming, not God. I heard somebody say, uh, is act like, well, man, God, God must be dead and, and the devil must be alive. <laughs> God's, God's putting this stuff on you. Now, the Bible says the thief comes not. So that's one thing we got to know. The thief comes not. Jesus came that you might have life. He said, I come to show you the Father. He said, I come to show you the Father. And see, up until this time, they had a misconception of the Father. Especially religions. I mean, religions thought that the only way that they can make God happy, they had to sacrifice their children. They had to put them in the fire. That's the only way they can, and, and if I do all this, then God's going to be happy with me. That sounds like the song. 
If I do everything right, you know, I, I got to tip that. Don't get this wrong. I got to make sure when the door opens and there's people like that, I've got to make sure I'm in church every Sunday and I got to read my Bible and, and I got to pray and, and, and I got to do this. Well, I've never told you that because it's not in the Bible. Now, we go to church and we do it even more as we see the approach, day approaching, but that's not because we can live holy. That's because we realize what he's done. <laughs> amen. That memory foam kicks in. Amen. Hallelujah. Leaves an oppression. Glory to God. So I've, I've, got to, I've got to celebrate this. Not that it's going to make me holy, but because he said I am holy. Hallelujah. I'm going to celebrate his goodness. See, that's a difference. Then you'll be in church every Sunday, every Wednesday. Glory to God. Because you're celebrating something. Amen. And there's some people hang out at the pub every week. Every Thursday? Why? Because they're celebrating. I mean, if we think we're going to church just so we can please God, man, stay home. <laughs> but you come to church because you know what God has done for you. Hallelujah. He's changed my life. Glory to God. Amen. He's gave me life. Glory. He took the pressure off. Hallelujah. He took the chains and the shackles off of me. Hallelujah. I'm free. Woo! Glory to God. I want to celebrate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hey. Say it with me. The thief comes to steal your joy, to kill your faith, and to destroy your dreams. How many people have dreams? That's, that's the ultimate goal of the devil. Stole your dreams. Here, here's another word for you. you want to get into the late hope. Your dreams contain your hope. Hope is in the future. Everybody should have a hope and expect. What are you expecting? And your dreams carry that. And your dreams, your dreams should always bring you to increase. If your dream don't bring you to increase, there's not a God dream. It's a nightmare. <laughs> you know, you ever been, had a nightmare and, and something's trying to chase you? <laughs> Glory to God. I, and, and man, they almost got you. You wake up. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's a nightmare. It's trying to stop you from increasing. God's dreams has increased for you. Amen. He wants you to increase your family. We should look in the future for our family. It should be more and more and more. Say more and more. Hallelujah. So that's, the, that's how he does it. Steal your joy Kill your faith, and if he can do that, he'll destroy your dream, and you're, you're dead, living dead. We talked about that. So what do we do? What's the antidote for this? Resist. Fight the good fight of faith. How do you do that? Joy, strength, and you don't have to fight the devil. You resist him. The Bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rules of darkness, this world, spiritual wicked, time, places. He never told you to fight the devil. Their scripture said the battle belongs to the Lord. But nowhere to tell you to fight. You're not fighting the devil when you praise God. You're resisting him. That's different. If you fight him, man, he knows how to win. He knows how to beat you up. You don't fight the devil. You resist him. How do you resist him? Steadfast in the faith. Hallelujah. Knowing who you are. Glory to God. Amen. Knowing that the kingdom is in you. Amen. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. Say, the kingdom of God is on the inside of me. Say, the life of God is in me now. It's that life that's fighting. See, if, 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 if we have a, a good immune system, are we fighting off germs? Are you standing up there you know, with your fist? Here come a germ. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Are you doing that? No. Your body has been so designed by God that something foreign comes in, it what? Resists it. The antibodies. Yeah. So it's not you. You got to wake up in the morning, man, I got my immune system on today. You do that? Now you need, we need to take care of our immune system so it can fight for you, right? Well, this says your immune system fights for you. Your faith is fighting for you. You resist the devil. You don't fight with the devil. You resist him. When he said you wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, if you're fighting somebody, you know, if I'm, if I'm fighting my wife or my wife's fighting me or I'm fighting my children or you're fighting with somebody, he's saying this because he wants you to know if you're fighting somebody, you're not actually fighting them. You're fighting the devil. That's what he wants you to know. He's not telling you to fight the devil. He said, if you're doing this thing, I'll let you know it ain't working because what you're doing, you come up against the devil. You're no match for the devil in your own unless you have the armor of God. See? Glory to God. So he said, don't, don't fight the devil. Resist him in the faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Say, resist the devil in faith. And we read the scripture last week, so we just need to go back over that again. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me find it. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 5. You got us all read it together. Hallelujah. Ready? Read. Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. So we're supposed to examine ourselves, see if we're in the faith. Prove yourselves. Now, what's the faith here? It's not the faith to be healed, not the faith for a new house or another house or clothes. See, that's where the word of faith got a lot of raw deals, you know, because, you know, somebody listens to, to uh, a word of faith preacher and they hear the part about, you know, God wants to increase your finances. He wants to give you a better home. He wants to give you new clothes. And so they grab a hold of that. You got to believe. So we start believing for the clothes. We believe for the house. No, 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 no. And then they don't come. We wonder what's, what's wrong with the word. No, no. That's not where you start believing. He said, believe in your heart. First of all, that God has raised Jesus from the dead. And when you believe that, it's in your heart. That means the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of you. And it means, as we read in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, how that Jesus Christ is in you. We got to believe that. That's where you examine yourself. Am I in the faith? Do I believe that Jesus is in me? Do I believe that the kingdom of God is in me? Do I believe that I have life? 
Now you're pushing against darkness and stuff's coming up to you. So, well, if you're such, if Jesus is in you, how come you had that dirty thought? Who's that? <laughs> the devil. He just said, how can Jesus be in you? Because you thought that way. Oh, here's a better one. If Jesus is in you, how come you cursed the other night? Jesus can't be in you. What's he trying to do? He's trying to steal. See, see, when we believe that Jesus is in us, what does that do? Joy. Man, man, see, we get a hold of this, what I told you before. I ain't got to try to be holy. I am holy. That's a good place to shout. Can you help me out? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I ain't got to try to be religious and do everything right. Because I'm righteous. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. These are things that you rejoice over. Because you find out who you are. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. So that's that's the faith. And you rejoice in that. Rejoice. Because Jesus lives in me, then what does that mean in my life? What am I expecting? How does that affect my dreams? Hallelujah. Glory. Woo. I went to school to be a fashion designer. But Jesus is living in me. Hallelujah. Don't you think Jesus wants to have his fashion, his imprint on somebody's clothes? Is the name Alana Trump? Glory to God. Yeah. You got to think that way. Jesus is in me. Jesus wants to get a hold of people's lives, so he'll take your life because he's in you and he's giving you the design, and he'll take that design across the world. So you got to stop believing for this, but see your dreams. What's your dream? Put Jesus in it. He's in it. I'm going to be a volleyball player. Jesus want to be out on that court. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Helping you to win. Because <laughs> he's in you. Come on, somebody say, he's in me. He's in me. So I, believe that. I believe that. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I remember you're not on that phone, are you? If you are, put it away. Hallelujah. Glory. He's in me. Say it one more time. He's in me. He's in me. All right. Once we, once we got a hold of that, see, the joy comes, and we found out last week what is joy. Amen. Anybody? Let me talk about what is, what is joy. Glory to God. Your strength. Amen. Joy is your. Say this. Say it with me. Joy is my strength. Amen. So if I don't have joy, then I, I don't have what? Strength. But see, joy is the fruit of the spirit, and when you got born again, the fruit of the spirit came inside of you by the Holy Ghost. And so now you have joy. You have love. 
you have peace. But it's in like a little form. <laughs> little seed. And so what do we have to do? Let it develop. Let it grow. Okay. See, remember in, in seed stage, the birds can eat the seed. So that's why the devil can steal your joy in seed form. But so what do you do? You make your joy increase. Let your joy get bigger. Amen. They got big joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the devil can't take big joy. Okay. But that means, that means you got to... Now, here's something you do have to do. You have to work at this. Not work, it's not hard. You just got to do it. How many people can lift their hands? Better lift them, lift them. That take a lot of work. That take a lot of labor. You can put them down. Now, how about we went to Walmart and we walked in the aisle and said, Brother Jimmy, let's just lift our hands. Well, you think that'd take a little bit more effort? A little bit more work. So, so what, what's, 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 what's stopping us? Who's looking? The devil said, you can't raise your hand. See, he's trying to steal your joy. Yeah. I mean, the Lord, Lord made me walk down to Walmart, and the Lord said, raise your hand and give me some praise. How many would be willing to do that? Lord. Well, why, I don't see why the Lord would want me to do that. Well, you don't know why, because he's trying to get you to learn his voice. Here's what, why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't he ask you to do You're giving him glory. Somebody come along and say, what are you doing? I'm giving my God who lives in me glory. Yeah. And somebody gets healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That hadn't happened yet. Glory to God. Let me get over in a, okay, uh, pastor. I see you praising God in front of the people in church. Now, I do this at home, too. And I praise him in front of the church. Well, what do you do if you tell me to go down to Walmart? There was a prophet in the Bible, Ezekiel. He had to go around naked. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Lord said, don't wear any clothes. <laughs> Glory, Lord. <laughs> Man, there's some people out there who might think that the Lord's told them. <laughs> what do you see a lot of people today? <laughs> No, that ain't the Lord telling them. Hallelujah. God. Praise God. But something like uh, lift your hands in the store. Or go, go witness to that person over there. I saw a lady in Walmart, uh, a, a worker. She was one of the workers. And she, she was walking around in the store, and she was looking kind of uncomfortable. And so I, I didn't say anything. And then I was going out, and, and, and I, I felt the impression I didn't hear no audible voice. Go back and pray for her. So I went back down the aisle to find this woman, and, and I asked her, is she okay? And she said, she has a problem with her back. I said, can I pray for you? Well, I prayed for the woman right in Walmart. And the Lord healed her. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. She got healed in Walmart. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. That's what God wants to do. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Praise God. So we're, we're talking about how do, I, see, how do I increase my joy? These are some of the ways. Praise God. When, when, you, when, you, when we came in, um, we said, everybody come with a psalm. What's the purpose of that? To increase your joy. Because you, now you're taking God's word and you're sharing it with somebody else. And that increases your joy. When that lady got healed, I know she was rejoicing. But guess what? I was rejoicing. What did I do? Increase my joy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God. Somebody got healed. Somebody, you, you ever went somebody to the Lord? The worst, the best joy feeling that you can ever have when you lead somebody to the Lord. Oh, man, that's, oh, the joy. Because what's going on? The angels in heaven are rejoicing. When one sinner re- repents, right? Woo, can you, man, you're witnessing somebody, and they say, yes. You want a soul from hell, glory to God. <laughs> Woo. We probably don't think that's real, that there's a hell and that people are going to go because they don't accept Jesus Christ. But it's true. It's real. Hell's real. And God's sent us on this earth to do what? To keep people from going. Amen. By what? Giving them life. You have that light today? Then, man, we should be, man, rejoicing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I mean, let me take a little bit further. Not that when I die, I'm not going to hell. But there's people walking in hell today, and they ain't dead physically. And they're, they're walking around in hell, like hell. They, they, they don't really know hell. It's nothing. But it's, it's a facsimile, similes, uh, a copy of it. Jesus said, heaven on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> he prayed that. Not that you die, go to heaven. What did he say? Heaven on earth. Yeah. So there could be what? Heaven on earth. But there, just as it can be heaven on earth, there is hell on earth. You could be living in hell right now on earth. So that's what God's called us to do, to get people out of hell on earth. What's hell? No peace, no joy, no dreams, no life. person walk around with no dreams, you, you, you might just your life is just miserable. And if he can get you distracted, get you to kill that dream, you're like hell. There's no dream. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to say that. Praise God. Come on, somebody say increase joy. Glory. Say it again, increase joy. joy. Hallelujah. We found out that Satan uses to to steal our joy. We need to know that. Joy stealers. Anybody remember what they are? Discontentment, distraction, discouragement, disappointment, disease, and dishonor. I I thought of another one. Disgusted. You ever been disgusted? I looked that word up. It means means a, a, a bitter taste. Something just, it's just cause bitterness, cause this, oh, you never ate, ate something that's uh, spoiled? Oh, that's disgust. Yeah? That, that food, that was disgusting. Well, he can use that to steal your joy. All these, I call them like, he comes to disc you. 
<laughs> That's the word we used back then. Was seventies, eighties? Disc. He dissed me. <laughs> the devil want to diss you. If he can get this, get you to take one of these things and go with it. So what do you do? These things are going to come on all of us. I've been discontented. I've been distracted, discouraged, disappointed, disease, sound like Paul, <laughs> shipwreck. <laughs> Three times he was stoned. Do you think being stoned that you wouldn't feel discouraged? Maybe. Here they are. The Lord told him to go to Rome. And they get on the boat. And a storm arises. I mean, this guy's doing the will of God. People are getting healed in his ministry. People are getting delivered in his ministry. Hallelujah. Demons are being cast out in his ministry. He's praying in, in the ministry, glory to God. He's teaching people. And then the Lord told him, this is where I want you to go. Get on the boat, and this big storm comes up. <laughs> that can't happen to us because I'm doing what God told me to do, right? So how can this stuff come on me? I'm doing... What's the devil come to do? Come on, tell me. Say it again. Steal, kill, and destroy. So who do you think got on this ship with Paul? <laughs> yeah. And what did he come to do? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Woo! Hallelujah. Well, it's a good time to shout, glory, because we're, 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 we're pulling the cover off of some stuff, yeah. glory to God. Hallelujah. We're exposing the devil, hallelujah. hallelujah. Why? So he can't do that no more. Oh, no, we're going to still be discouraged. But we know who's, who's behind it, and we know what to do. First of all, I am not discouraged. I feel discouraged. I feel discontented. I feel oppressed. But I'm not that because Jesus lives in me. See, see why we getting a hold of this stuff? I'm not just saying this stuff on the top of my head because I want to get a good message. I'm saying this stuff so we can put it into operation because the devil is going to come in your life. You ain't no way you can get around that. No way. You're living. You're going to steal, come to steal, come to destroy. These are the methods he's going to use. You already know. And what are you going to do? Call risen. How? Your joy is going to increase. So every little time you get an opportunity to increase that joy, take advantage of it. Work out. Especially when you come to church. Pastor, lift your hand. What's that doing? You're working your joy. <laughs> Come on, give the Lord a big hand. What are you doing? You're working your joy. Yeah. Working your joy. Working those joy muscles. Yeah, right? Glory to God. Hallelujah. See? The pastor said, I want you to say this with me. We have increase. What's, what's happening? Working that joy. <laughs> Strength is coming up on the inside of you. Amen. Strength is rising up. Why? Because the Lord knows the devil is going to come to steal, kill, and destroy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, somebody say increase. So we start out talking about increase, and, and, and I really want to get to increase your finances, 
increase your health. But before we can get over to that area, we've got to find the root. Because, listen, if your joy level is gone, there's no way your finance is going to increase. To what the Lord wants them to increase. There's no way your family relationship is going to increase and change if your joy level is messed up. Because if you can get your joy, you seal your faith. Everybody understand this? I need to work on something. I need to work on the joy. I need to allow the Holy Spirit. The Bible said the kingdom of God is not me to drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's why I pray in tongues. You can't can't pray in tongues and not, oh, Jesus, (laughs) have joy rise up in you. Hallelujah. If you stick with it, sometimes it might take 15 minutes. It depends on how much you've been doing it. You ain't been doing it, and ain't nothing happening. But, oh, man, the devil's trying to steal something. Glory to God. Ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing happening. That's you talking. That's just you talking. No, Mr. Devil. <laughs> no, Devil. You're not getting me. And after a while, something begins to rise up on the inside. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Joy begins to rise up. And something catch. Our, our, our mentor, Brother Lester, you said, you pray till you pray through. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He told us about, the, about these tongues. Glory to God. See, we, we, we're exposed, and we, we're talking about it. Sometimes we think of finding I came out of Baptist church. Hallelujah. And we had some good old times back in the Baptist church. Amen. <laughs> and that's how I learned about really about praising God. It's in the Baptist church. When I was coming up a little, little top, that's what they used to do. They used to praise God, praise God, God, clap. And they had people in there, the whole sister, she used to, I forgot you. <laughs> she she be getting it. And we had this one brother, he used to, the Holy Ghost hit him, he run around the church. <laughs> they got one brother to hug you and wouldn't let go. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> then we had this one sister. She'd be in the choir stand, and the Spirit of God began to move, and she'll, her head be just rocking back and forth. And she'd be saying, what no well i didn't grow i didn't know what was going on but i knew one thing she was happy <laughs> hallelujah well come to find out she's trying to speak in tongues holy spirit will try to break through anywhere he can now had our pastor he didn't he didn't he didn't uh promote that he didn't he didn't he didn't do it, but he never stopped it. He never said it was of the devil. He never said, we don't do this in this church. We're Baptists. never did that. Thank God he never did that. Hallelujah. That was my foundation. Amen. I began to find out this tongue stuff is important. That's just, then Sister Crystal came along. She began to tell me, you need the Holy Ghost. So, I got the Holy Ghost. Evidence speaking in tongues. Been speaking ever since. Hallelujah. My wife is a tongue talker. My children are tongue talkers. Hallelujah. 
Something about praying in the Holy Ghost. The wisdom of God comes up because you're speaking in a mystery. You don't know what you're saying. You hear people, people that come along, religious folk that come along and say, well, you see. And they get their Bibles out too. They got scripture. <laughs> got scripture. And you see here, it says over in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that uh, if you don't have an interpreter, uh, you need to keep silent in the church. <laughs> well, that's not what that's talking about, first of all. And they skip, they go all the way down to the part, that part, and skipped over the first part. But see, uh, another, well, see oh, on the day of Pentecost, when they spoke in tongues, that was, uh, that was actually languages. Yes, they were languages. They were heavenly languages. That was languages and this other people's language. And that was, you know, so they can hear. And that was just for one time. That doesn't happen anymore. That's like me. You know, you, you get a brochure. Come take this trip. Exotic place. And so you get a hold of it. And you go and you have a good time. And so I'm going back next year. <laughs> and you go back next year and everything's all dried up. <laughs> well, we just did, we just did that to, to, to show you that, you know, give you a good time, but it's not really like that. That's what they're saying. You know, God poured out the Holy Ghost in their lives. They were speaking in tongues. The fire of God fell. Hallelujah. They were, they were rejoicing. And somebody said, these men are drunk. <laughs> he said, No. It's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And they were speaking in tongues. And everybody heard them in their own language because there was interpretation. <laughs> then they jump over to 14 where it says uh, that, what I just told you. But they skip over the part where it says, when I speak in tongues, I'm not speaking to man, I'm speaking to God. For in the Spirit, I speak mysteries. They don't, they don't talk with that one. Like you don't understand. You don't understand what they're saying. We had we had one of our our, our top linguists. How do you call them? Linguist? Linguist? What do you call this? Linguist? Linguist. And and they broke this down and and it doesn't make sense. Well, no, because I wasn't talking to you. Get out of my conversation. That's why you don't understand it, because the devil don't understand it. Glory to God. So you ain't going to understand it. I didn't call him a devil. <laughs> you see it? No, you ain't going to understand it. You're not going to understand it. Because when I speak in tongues, I'm speaking to God. My spirit is praying. I don't know what I'm saying. Don't need to know. Well, I, I don't know how we're going to deal with this cancer. I don't know how do we go, we're going to deal with this, this sickness over here. And the doctor said, I don't know. Ain't you the doctor? That's why I went to the doctor, my finger. I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. I went to, my, to the doctor, my, I had this big hole in my finger. I mean, and you can actually, I asked one of my colleagues, he said, oh, man, this, the acid, it was acid. 
It went down to the bone. Had you not spread it around, I heard some said spread it around, put some water on it. Because I didn't know what it didn't burn. Acid's supposed to burn, right? But this acid was so concentrated that it killed the nerve. So you ain't going to feel it. <laughs> but it's burning. And because I spread it around, it kind of just spread it out with the concentrated, and it didn't go through the bone. Concentrated acid. So I'm, I'm walking around, with it, and every time I try to put stuff on it to heal it, next day the, the scar will just come back again. The scab will come off. So I went to the doctor, and he looked at it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You're supposed to be the doctor. And you don't know what's going on? Hey, look, tell you, doctor know everything. But the Holy Ghost knows. <laughs> I said, the Holy Ghost knows. <laughs> the Holy Ghost knows what's going on. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost is on the inside of you, hallelujah. And if you will begin to pray in tongues, glory to God. And, well, I prayed in tongues, there ain't nothing happened. You ain't prayed long enough. I lost some keys. I didn't know whether we went to the place where we thought it might have fallen off and was on the street. And there's no way to be found. So I said, well, this is what I'm going to do. The Holy Ghost knows. And I began to pray in the Spirit. I prayed in the Spirit for four hours. Four hours. Oh, did it take that long? No, it don't take that long. Because you know what? My mind is thinking. See, if you, go, if you think you're going to go by, by your mind, your mind is limited. That's why the devil can steal your joy, because you've got a limited mind, and your mind always comes to the end point. It can't go any further. Because your mind is ticking. But when you pray in the Spirit, you tap into the mind of God in your spirit, man. And you begin to pray in the Spirit and 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 pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. What's going on? First of all, you had to break through your mind and put your mind. He said, when I pray in the Spirit, my spirit prays but my understanding is unfruitful. Thank God it's unfruitful. So a lot of us, man, our, our understanding, it, it's fruit, it, it's a lot of weeds. It's growing up in our understanding. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why God don't heal me. I, I just don't understand why Sister Sally died and we prayed. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why things are happening to me. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Yeah. Your mind. It's filled with stuff, weeds. But when I pray in the Spirit, hallelujah, I tap into the answers. And then when the Spirit, what the Spirit does, when I pray in the Spirit, you see, you can't pray in the Spirit so long, and joy begins to rise up. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Strength begins to rise up on the inside of you, hallelujah. Glory. Woo! And that strength rises up on the inside of you and in a, in, in a, in a bit, it begins to affect your understanding. Paul said, I will pray with the Spirit in other tongues. 
and I'll pray with my understanding. So I'll pray in the Spirit until it comes into my understanding. And so when I did that, it took four hours. And all of a sudden, I got this picture. So God shows me things, little pictures. And a little picture form. And I saw this dirt, red, reddish, orange dirt. And construction. Got a whole construction. And the Lord sent me back on the road where I was. And there was a construction taking place right there. And right where the construction, the keys were setting up near a tree. And how did that come? Praying in the Holy Ghost. 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 Joy rises up on the inside. Hallelujah. Let me end with this last scripture here. Hallelujah. Turn to. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. I just showed you how you increase your joy. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Don't raise your hand. Don, I don't want to see no hands. How often do you pray in the Holy Ghost? Well, let me ask you, when's the last time you prayed in the Spirit? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. I built myself on my holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in tongues. Well, I know somebody, Sister Sally, she was a tongue talker. You know how long Sister Sally prayed in the Holy Ghost? Some people from the Holiness Church, they just believe you spoke one time and you got it. And that was it. That's how, we, that's how we were led to believe. That was it. Some people, they tarry for years and finally talked to one young lady, this woman, and she, she came in the Holiness Church and she never got the Holy Ghost. Tarry for it, tarry for it, tarry for it, tarry for it. Begging God for it. Beg, beg, something's a gift. Begging for it. Beg, you know why? Now, I'm not saying she was doing stuff wrong, but that old condemnation attitude that's put in it by religion said, if, you know, we just sang it. If, if I do right, if I live right, if I live holy, then one day, one day, I'm going to have eternal life. One day, I'm going to speak. One day. Oh, man, you think every time somebody would go to pray for her, she'd think about something. Maybe she slipped up and said something she shouldn't have said, hollered at the children. Or did. How can I pray in tongues when I, you know? And so that, all that stuff's gone through people's minds. I'm, I'm unworthy. You know what happened to me in the past. But that's why you want to get filled with the Holy Ghost so you can get rid of that junk out of your head. Amen. Praying in the Spirit will get cleansed, allow the Word of God. I don't say that's all you do. You need the tongue, but you also need the Word. Well, the Word says pray in tongues. <laughs> so that he can, so you can get the Word and find out what the Word is saying. Hallelujah. Got that. What did I tell you to turn to? Turn to, we read the scripture last week, we're going to read it again. Turn to 
Zechariah, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. Then I want you to turn to Romans chapter 8. Somebody say joy. Say increase joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. Say increase joy. Lord, increase my joy. Hallelujah. How many people believe that Jesus was a joyful person? Well, the Bible says he was a man of sorrows and created with grief. That's when he was on the cross. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Everybody got Zephaniah chapter 3. It's in Old Testament. Let me get it. Hallelujah. All right. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. Ready, read. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love, and he will joy over thee with singing. Now, this, this is another faith. You've got to take this by faith. Where is the Lord right now? I heard one person. And the miss where? Of us. Right now? When you go home, where's the Lord? Okay. He's in the midst of this us right here as a congregation, but where else is the Lord? He's in the midst of you. Didn't we just read that? Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Examine yourself, see if your faith know that the Jesus lives in you. Right? Okay. So he's in this building. When we come together collectively, he's here. Okay. Everybody got that? Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. How come we don't act like it sometimes? <laughs> now, what would you do? I saw this. What would you do? Oprah walked in this room right now. Hmm? What would some of us do? Uh, uh, let's say your favorite movie star walked in this room. Wouldn't most Christians do that? Somebody? Oh, yeah. But I said Jesus is here. (laughs) The one who saved me. The one who's healing me. The one who's gave me life. He don't know what I'm going through. (laughs) If he only knew. The one who knows everything. (laughs) <laughs> but you know how he knows it from the position that I see you out of it <laughs> he don't know you in it he know you out of it glory to God <laughs> glory to God hallelujah he knows that you're in it bless God that's what you see hallelujah but that's not what he sees he sees you out of it glory to God he sees you out of the mess hallelujah <laughs> hey. and he's in the midst of us now let, 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 let me ask you a question the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. What is he? Mighty. mighty. What's that mean? 
He has strength, doesn't he? He's mighty, right? Oh, glory to God. He's in the midst of thee. Jesus lives inside of you. He is what? Mighty. Like mighty mouse. <laughs> like Superman. <laughs> Glory to God. It's mighty mouse. I'm on the way. <laughs> mighty mouse. Glory to God. Mighty mouse. Now, everybody, you got, he's mighty. Okay. So he can do anything, right? Right? God can do anything. And he's living in you. Now, I would ask that question. But then if he's in me, how come he ain't doing nothing? He's mighty, right? He can do anything, right? Then why he ain't helping me? You know why? Because he is. He's trying to lead you beside the still waters. He's trying to make you lie down in green pastures. Because he's your what? Shepherd. He's trying to lead you. See, he's not going to come down, poof, and everything is gone. That's, why they, that's what they try to do with chemotherapy. That's why people take the radiation they get so weak because not only does it kill the bad cells, it kills the good cells. Did everybody know that? So if God's might, he gonna, he, if he wiped out everything, he wiped you out too. Because you're in the world and he's not there to change the world but through you. So he'll lead you beside the still waters where everything else is just turmoil. He'll take you out of the dry grass and put you in the green grass. Hallelujah. So what he sees is you out of it. Because he's faith. He sees you out of it. He don't see. So if, look, if he's mighty and he's coming there dancing and and joying and rejoicing, he wouldn't do that if, if you, if poor Larry, he's, I don't know what he's going to do. You think God would be laughing? He's a sadistic person if he thought that. You think God would do that to you? Just laugh because he sees you in a mess? You think so? Well, look at that scripture that he's mighty. But look what he says. He will what? Save. Say it with me. He will what? He will do what? Save. He will do what? Save. Read with me. Start reading. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. He made us righteous. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercessions for us. Look at that love. Hallelujah. He called us good 
when we are messed up. Hallelujah. All right. Verse 35, read. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Uh, here's right here. This is where you need to know God loves you. Who's going to separate me from the love of Christ? He's resting in his love. God will never give up his love for you. You hear what I just said? God is resting in the fact that he loves you. He loves you. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. He loves us. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. This is the question we need to get. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That's what we need to say out of our mouth. Who's going to separate me from the love of Christ? Can you say that with me? You, those who believe. If you didn't believe, don't raise your hand. Don't, I don't want you to say it right now. But if you believe that God loves you, you need to be saying that. Now, if you, if you didn't raise your hand, what you need to say, Lord, reveal your love to me. Show me that. Show me how much you love in your word. Now, I want you to say this. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Say it again. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Say it again. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? This is what you got to ask yourself. Talking about joy now. Who's going to separate me from the love of Christ? Look at this. Shall tribulation? This is where you should say what? No. This is a decision you got to make. Can tribulation going to separate me? No. Paul was shipwrecked how many times? Three times. He made his mind. That's going to separate me from the love of Christ. Because Christ loves me. And because he loves me, things good is going to happen to me. See, what happens when we get into tribulation, we think God don't love us anymore. And we separate ourselves from the love of Christ. So when I'm going to something, what have I made up my mind? Nothing's going to separate me from the love. Come on, stand to your feet. Glory to God. You're going to make a bold statement. If you're with me this morning, hallelujah. You're getting this this morning. Hallelujah. Nothing's going to separate. You get the bull, bulldog tenacity. Bulldog. You determine. God loves me so much. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth him should not perish. I am a believer. Glory to God. I'm a believer. Nothing's going to separate. He's resting in his love. He's rejoicing, hallelujah. Nothing's going to separate me from the love of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Shall tribulation? No. Say it. No. Or distress? Discontentment? Distraction? Discouragement? No. See, when I get discouraged, I'm going to know that God loves me. Because he loves me, things are working together for good 
to them that love the Lord. Isn't that what the word? That's up there a little bit further up, further up. All things work together for good to those who what? Love the Lord. You see how this is working? Glory to God. So when stuff happens, what am I going to say out of my mouth? God loves me. <laughs> Glory. Things are working together for good. Hallelujah. I can't see it. You cut out a bull say, that's where tongues kick in. I can't, you cut out a bull say, bay, 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 bay. Shanda la 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 bull say, KK. When Paul was in prison, glory to God, things didn't look like it was going to work out. The ship was wrecked, glory to God, but the angel came, hallelujah. So all is well, glory to God. Things are going to turn out, hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm here to tell you this morning, things are going to turn out, glory to God. I'm here to tell you this morning, things are going to change, glory to God. I'm going to here to tell you this morning, Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Hallelujah. An angel said hallelujah. Woo! Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the Become a Light Today podcast. Family Life Christian Fellowship services are every Sunday at 11 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Call area code 856-430-6365 or visit us online today at familylifeonline.org for more information.